Hello and welcome to the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Terlick, leader of the Lead and Inspire community, mum of two beautiful children, a life satisfaction coach and a passionate teacher. I've created this podcast for you to inspire, uplift and empower you to be who you want to be and create the life that you want to live. So are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, hello and welcome to today's episodes of Mums Who Want More. I'm Jessica Terlick and if you don't know me, I'm the leader of the Lead and Inspire community, a place for you to have time to think about what you truly want and how to make it happen. My superpower is providing you with the opportunity to prioritize your self-care through time management, organizational skills, reflection, and most of all, identifying your superpowers. It may not sound too exciting or fun to you, but I know that life will be joyful, fun, and truly how you want it to be once you know how to work with your energy cycle, on and organize your day the way that you want it to be, and to start going for what you want. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about clearing your spaces. And I'm not just meaning clearing your physical space, so the beautiful word of decluttering. I mean looking at all your spaces. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because, and it will make sense as I get into the episode, but our spaces actually drain energy from us. So we have our physical, mental, emotional, and social spaces where all parts of us is interacting in those different spaces. And we are consumed by them because of the person that we are in our household and the person we are in our life. And so... Because we are consumed by them, we are thinking about them all the time. Now, I want to put the visualization in there of the juggling balls. So these are all the balls that we are juggling. And within these balls are lots of other little balls inside, right, that go past it all. If one of them drops and the other one tends to drop or you might be able to keep going, but then, of course, you're missing a ball because it's down on the floor. So then you have to take the time to pick that up and so on, right? So we can really set that into the tone of why clearing our spaces is important because if we were to say it is a lot easier to juggle when the balls are lighter. Um, So we really want to clear the space out so the balls are easier to juggle. And so I will dive in a little bit deeper into what do I mean when I say clearing your spaces. Then we're going to look at each space and the different things to think about. And then what to do next, right? So it's all well and good me giving you this information, but there's always homework tasks to be done, isn't there? So we can listen to the information, we can work out what is most relevant to us, and then we can trial and test a few things along the way, right? So clearing your space is actually, once again, bringing the awareness into what is currently occupying your spaces. So if we, the easiest one is obviously to talk about physical space. We know how we feel when the kitchen sink is full as opposed to when the kitchen sink is empty. We know how we feel when the washing basket is full and maybe perhaps overflowing as opposed to when the washing basket is empty. And let's face it, very rarely or for very limited time is the washing basket empty. Same thing goes for when we are at work as such and we know how we feel when we first get to work as opposed to when we feel like we are leaving as we do when we know that we are on holidays or when we are at home, right? So clearing our spaces is identifying what is working within our space and what is not working and looking at where the balance is. Are there more things that are working or are there less things that are working? And then do we want to change the balance on that accordingly? 
So what is each space and what to think about? So let's start off again, once again, with physical spaces. These are the physical environments that you come into contact with. So whether it be at home, a particular room, you might even have a cupboard or a drawer um, in your car, at work, once again, all the spaces at work, your physical environments you come into contact with. When I'm at workshops, I always talk about how in our house, quite often, we have a room that we will have a door and that door will always stay closed. That junk room, spare room, whatever it is, right? That is always closed. If you think about, <laughs> if you think about it metaphorically in the sense of our brain, like our brain has a room where all those things are hiding. We want to actually declutter them, get them all out, and we want to open up that door because whether we consciously know or not, we our brain is still thinking. It knows it's there. Just the same as when you go to open the cutlery drawer and the cutlery is everywhere and you just go, nah, nah, this, I can't deal with this. And then depending on where you are in your energy cycle, you might then and there decide to reorganize it. And if you're not in the mood because of your energy cycle, then you might just choose to close it quickly and go, oh, I'll deal with that later. Either way, what happens is there's part of you or that energy that is then set, you know, kept in your brain and it's occupied. It is latching on. Whether you remember that drawer is there or not, your brain knows it's there, right? Subconsciously or unconsciously, we know it's there. Because when you go to open up that drawer again, you go, oh, I still haven't had time to do this. Once again, you're putting in another drop and that drop is staying there and it is occupying your space. As opposed to when you go to open the drawer and you've actually um, decluttered it or organized it or it has a system, so very rarely does it get um, disorganized again. Every time you open that, you might just go, oh, I'm so glad I did that. But over time, it no longer occupies your space anymore. I hope that sort of helps with your physical space. So if you can take a moment to reflect upon your physical spaces that you come into contact with, and it's just as simple as brain dumping, right? Just as simple as brain dumping on each of these spaces. And then you can identify what it is or what's of most highest priority and then work your way um, like almost through the list, right? Remember, small incremental changes over a long period of time. We don't need to revolutionize everything in one go. So that's your physical space. Mental space is your to-do list. It's all the things you have to remember. It's all the needs that your children ha like have, all the roles and responsibilities you feel like you have on your shoulders. Mental space is as simple as writing up your to-do list and then identifying what is of high priority and what is of least high priority as well. Emotional space is how you're currently feeling, what feelings you experience majority of the time or most of the time, what emotions do you experience sometimes and what emotions do you wish you would experience but you hardly ever experience, right? Because if you're feeling happy and content, then that might be great, right? Because you're sort of like, and if you could see me now talking, I'm sort of just like bumping up and down, like plodding along. And that's all well and good. But then if you get to the point where you actually want to feel more than that, right? Like that becomes your comfort zone. You feel happy and content. Yep, everything's all good. Everything's great, right? You, if you want to, and you want to step outside your comfort zone and elevate that, and you want to experience excitement and happiness and like joy and love and like just this whole total different level of happiness, then 
you're going to need to write that down and identify that that's an emotion that you don't feel often. So if you write down that you don't feel fun often and then your awareness goes right, you don't feel like you have fun. What are the things that you do or what are the things do you find fun and then schedule it into your time, then you're going to be experiencing fun more often and therefore your emotional space is going to be filled with the emotions you want to feel more more like most of the time, majority of the time. Let's dive into it a little bit deeper in the sense of with your emotions of being in that comfort zone and feeling those ones regularly. Why do you find that maybe perhaps you're feeling concerned or worried or anxious or upset or, you know, like the lower, like it's definitely negative emotions. But remember, all emotions are good. We have to experience the whole range of emotions in order to understand the difference between them all. And then also at the same time, so then we know when when we're really happy, why we're happy, because we also know what it's like to feel really, really sad. So never feel like negative emotions are like we don't want to experience them. We definitely want to experience the whole range of emotions. It's just that perhaps we want to be striving for one end more than the other, right? And then on that note, I just really want to say that if you ever are experiencing negative emotions or on a regular time, please make sure you reach out or ask for help. Like don't be afraid to reach out, seek that like extra added support network, find the information you need because once again, you want to be leading by example. So if you search for the assistance that you need, then if your children ever like feel those same emotions or feel the way that you are feeling on a regular basis, then they can actually automatically tune into, oh, I have somewhere along my memory strand because they might not even know it's because of what you did. They just will automatically go, all right, I know that I need some assistance or help, so I'm now going to go for it. I'm going to seek it. So please don't be afraid to, if you are finding that you are more on the side of feeling negative more often, definitely find that the information or the help that you need or that support. Don't be afraid to do that. So coming back onto feeling the emotions more regularly and less regularly and so on, if you are identifying that there are certain emotions linked to a certain particular activity, then that's when you need to bring that awareness to it so then you can incorporate different activities. So one of the examples I want to give is at the workshops, I talk about pairing activities that you don't really like with the activities that you do like. Folding the washing can be one of them, right? Like it is a mum, a podcast for mums after all. If you dislike folding washing, think about the things that you do enjoy and pair it up. Laughing, I should just laugh out loud, but I'm scared how it's going to come across on, a, on the microphone. But like, I'm just imagining how many mums would actually say wine or something like that. Like for me in particular, it's listening to other podcasts. Like I really enjoy listening to music or podcasts, but basically whatever you enjoy doing, team it up with the tasks that you don't like doing. One of the other things I like to do is get the kids to join in because I find that it's a good like conversation, like it's a good time to have beautiful conversations because it takes off the um, the focus as such because they're doing their folding, I'm folding, we're not doing the eye contact thing, we're just all in everyone's space and the conversation just sort of flows wherever it needs to flow as well, right? Um, I've got down actually to write a blog about the effectiveness of parallel talking so rather than always like eye to eye contact, how sometimes our deeper conversations come out with our children when we are side to side rather than like right in front, because there's something that's intimidating about that. Anyway, I will let that information flow through me 
um, when it comes to writing that blog and I'll definitely let you know in the community when that's released. So coming back into our emotional spaces, really identify what emotions you do feel on a regular basis as opposed to the ones that you want to feel like the desirable emotions and then decide like how can you experience those emotions more so. The last space is our social space. So this has all got to do relationships. You can start off with relationships with yourself, relationships with others, um, relationships that have nothing to do with you as such. So like sometimes you can be the outsider or the bystander and you can see other relationships around you as such. All of those things you just need to identify um, how they're making you feel and if you're getting triggered by anything or inspired by anything. So if you could take time, and this is sort of like what to do next, like knowing that these are all your spaces, if you can take time to brain dump all the things you think of when you think about these spaces, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the social, and then select one area or maybe just one task to concentrate on first. And that's where the clearing comes into it. The clearing is where you, whether you have to reduce it, delete it, or possibly do something about it. So I'll leave that up to you of what um, those mean, those terms mean to you. So that's reduce, delete, or do something about them. So I would love to know what you're going to select first to concentrate on. Please share it with me in the Lead and Inspire community, either tagging me on Instagram at Jessica underscore Terlick, or if you're sharing in one of our Facebook groups, please go ahead and do it because you never know who that's going to inspire. And if you're not already part of the inner community of Lead and Inspire, you can head over to my website, jessicaterlick.com.au to find all our links of how you can be part of it. In the meantime, enjoy clearing your spaces and really focus on how it makes you feel afterwards. Until the next episode, I am Jessica Terlick and you have been listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. See you in the community. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. You never know how much you can help others by showing them what you are listening to. If you are loving my short, sharp and to the point episodes, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. As you know, all additional information is in the show notes. And if you are not part of the community yet, come join us. If you are part of the community, I'll see you in there. Bye for now.